Tech Talk here at the Eshi Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan. Joined once again by Phil Valpi, our senior technical representative here at the Eshi Taurus Company. Phil, welcome back. We haven't talked to you in a few weeks. That's the way it goes once in a while. We get busy here at the Taurus Company, and uh, we have to send in the reinforcements to uh, do this once in a while and get some manufacturers involved, but let's do another one. Today, we're going to be talking about inverter compressor operation and testing, something that I know you've taught recently and you teach pretty often. Most of the new air conditioning and heat pump equipment that we're seeing is using new technology or relatively new technology called inverter technology where the compressor modulates from a lower speed to a higher speed depending on demand, etc. We'll discuss that in a minute. But I get a lot of calls every day about how does it work and how do I test it? So we'll dive into this just a little bit. Inverter circuit operation is the heart of the heat pump or air conditioner that uses an inverter compressor. And inverter compressors are the new way to go with refrigerant technology. Basically, an inverter is a ECM motor or a variable speed motor that ramps itself up and down according to demand. A regular compressor in the older style air conditioners is just on or off. It's at 100% or zero, whereas an inverter can go anywhere between 0 and 100% or even overclock itself and go to maybe 125%. So how does the inverter drive work? Basically, it has six sections of the circuit. They have an input section, a converter section, a smoothing section, another inverter section, a compressor section, and microcomputers. Very simply what happens is we take AC power at 60 cycles in the U.S. and put it into the converter circuit. The converter circuit changes that using a diode stack to direct current or DC voltage. The problem with the DC voltage is they flop over a sine wave and it becomes a choppy DC voltage, so we have to smooth it out so there's another board that does a smoothing operation to make the DC a constant DC voltage. This DC voltage is then sent into our inverter circuit, which changes it back to three-phase AC voltage. It uses an insulated gate transistors and these drive the compressor motor. Now the voltage and frequency that this inverter sends out is based on inputs from a whole bunch of sources. So those inputs go through a microcomputer or a, a small computer that processes temperatures, pressures, demands, and says I need the compressor to operate at 25 percent, 30, 40, 50, up to 100 percent. So what that really does is takes the three-phase AC voltage that we just made out of DC voltage. I know it sounds weird, but that's how it does it. And it varies its voltage. It could be 50 volts, 60 volts, 80, 100, all the way up to 250 volts. While it's varying the voltage, it also varies the frequency. The frequency could be anywhere from 25, 30, 40 hertz up to 120 hertz. So what the computer or the microprocessor has done has said, what's the load, what's the condition, and how much capacity do I need for the compressor? And it changes the frequency and the voltage to do that. Now, can we check those frequencies and voltages? Nah. 
it's not really viable for us to do it. But knowing how it works makes it a little easier to troubleshoot the compressor. Troubleshooting the compressor is pretty simple. Most inverter units have some type of test process where you put the thermostat in the test mode, you put the on the mini splits, you put the head in the test mode, so that we can run the compressor at what we call it, quote, full speed. So if we can get the compressor at full speed, we can test it out. Now how we do this is we go to the compressor and disconnect the wires from it. Now a lot of them will have a Molex plug, usually it has a red, white, and black wire that you can just disconnect and then it will give you a point to measure voltage. So what we do is we put the unit in the test mode after unplugging the compressor and put our electrical meter into the wires that on inverter circuits are labeled U, V, and W. On older units we would have called it common stat and run or S1, S2, S3, line 1, line 2, and line 3, but in the inverter world they call the windings on the compressor U, V, and W. So we're going to take the unit that we put in the test run, and most of the time when you put it in the test run, it takes two or three minutes before the compressor is going to be called on. So you watch the condenser fan motor on the unit. When the condenser fan motor starts, you then start taking the voltage between U, V, and W. U to V, U to W, and V to W, or white to black, white to red, black to red. That voltage should be consistent. By that I mean it is a three-phase voltage and it should be balanced between all the legs. So that if you had 97 volts between U and V, you should expect to have approximately 97 volts between U and W and 97 volts between V and W. There is a plus or minus 10%, but usually we see it fairly close within a half a volt. So what we're doing then is checking that the power circuitry, this is the inverter circuit along with the converter circuit, is putting the voltage to the compressor. If it's sending a balanced voltage out to the compressor and it can be as low as 50 and as high as 300, if it's sending that balanced voltage out, then the compressor should be running. So if your complaint is the compressor isn't running, and you have a balanced voltage going to the compressor, you have a stuck compressor. The flip side of that is, if you unplug the compressor, put it into the test circuit, and get 60 volts from U to V, 90 volts from V to W, and 100 volts from U to W, that means the circuitry or the printed circuit board is wrong. So what we're really doing is checking the compressor by seeing if the voltage to it is correct. If we're getting three-phase voltage to the compressor, balanced, then the compressor is bad. If we are not getting three-phase voltage to the compressor, i.e. wrong voltages on U, V, and W, then the circuitry is bad. So the call that we get is the compressor isn't running. Our next step is to check the voltages, and if the voltages balance, then the circuitry is bad. And we have to change either the, po the power board. In general, it's the power board. If the voltages are correct, then we change the compressor. Thank you, Phil. That's great. I think that's some great information on newer technology that a lot of folks are seeing more and more every day. I want to thank Phil for joining us here today. Another great tech talk from Phil. You can catch up on any of our tech talks by going to our website, sgtaurus.com slash podcast. We have our entire list right there on the website. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. 
Search Taurus Tech Talk. We have a bunch of great ones there. And finally, you can follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Or you can call technical support directly, 978-657-4768. Again, 978-657-4768. You'll get put in queue. You can talk to Phil, Ken, Mark, Russell, or even John if you need to. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Taurus Tech Talk.